Welcome to Talking Heads on USA Global TV, starring the one and only wonderful Dr. Jacqueline. It's a prestigious place where world-class influencers and experts meet, and where you'll find the most trusted advisors and coaches for all things in life and business. Visit usaglobaltv.com to sign up for our newsletter, get the value you need, and be first in line to learn about events and giveaways and other valuable content. Connect with us. Email Dr. Jacqueline at usaglobaltv.com to talk about how you can become part of USA Global TV. That's USA Global TV, where the doctor is always in. Hello and welcome to USA Global TV and Radio. I'm Dr. Jacqueline Kerbeck, the President, Founder, and Chief Listening Officer here at our network. Our show today is the Film and Music Show. And as you know, I am so thrilled always to be able to share this stage with my dear friend, Madeline Chan. Last week, we celebrated some of her career. And this week, we will just be having a wonderful time interviewing someone else who is making his way in this fabulous work of film and music. But first, let's bring out Madeline. Well, I bring you on right as you're jumping off, and I did it. Yay. <laughs> you did. <laughs> nice to see you. <laughs> oh, thank you for, oh, wow. I so look forward to every Thursday at, you know, at six o'clock. Always, always. I'm just super excited about the guests, and I just love the way it's, we're evolving and growing film and music show. I mean. I agree. I agree. We're booked and, you know, up till December, you know. Well, that's because of all of your hard work. Thank you. I appreciate that. And uh, for people who don't that. know, you and I mm. actually do some other things together as well. We certainly do. We do a lot together. <laughs> that's a joke. The only thing is, we don't live together. Maybe right. that's going to be on the card someday. <laughs> <laughs> Leaving New Jersey and going out to London. <laughs> yeah. Or me coming out to New Jersey. Yeah. Either way. <laughs> So you yeah, brought sorry. another wonderful guest today. And before oh we bring God. out Sean, I want to spotlight you. And Madeline, yeah. for people who are watching for the first time or listening, tell us a little bit about your career and experience in music and film. Right. Okay. In um, music, I've uh, been an artist. I've written songs for other artists in Malta, for example, and they've been on the Bay Radio and all these big radio stations, won in awards as well. Myself, I've won awards. Um, and I love to bring someone's true, authentic heart and their voice. And um, I think it's really important now for people just to connect to their voice and express who they are. No more hiding behind masks or, you know, just bring yourself out. And that's what my journey has been about. Expressing the voice in all the different tones, textures, um, the personality voice, the soul voice, um, <clears throat> recognizing when the ego voice raises. So that's what my journey is about. And to understand about follow love, to follow love in every step of your life. And that's what I've had to do, but I've had to go in, let me say, I've had to go really in the depths of um, a shadow of a tunnel 
in order to appreciate what love is. And that's through my voice and through my way of life and my perception. And that's as an, as an artist, songwriter, and a novelist, and a singing teacher, that's what I do. That's what I bring through. Yeah. Thank That's you, Madeline. Uh, you really help people to get in touch with their hearts. You're really good at that. And sometimes we get so caught up in trends and keeping up with the Joneses that we forget to, to tap into our heart and lead with our heart. And the individual you have backstage is someone who has tapped into uh, their heart as well. Tell us a little bit about Sean McLean. Yeah, um, Sean is someone that I haven't actually met in person, but I've been watching him for like about a year, I've been watching his activity and the way that he's really pushing himself with his music and the spokesperson of how he's just voicing out uh, his expression about the world and how to change things. Um, he's exceptionally uh, talented as um, a, um, a songwriter in the, in the um, electronic music, but he's also an actor and a fashion model because he, he honestly, he's only 22 and we're just so happy to have Sean here. And it was only yesterday, I said, Sean, you gotta go on the show. And he goes, oh yeah. And so today by the love of the grace, love of the universe, it's happened today. It's happened divine time and it's come through. It's the right time. I know when the creative heart is ready, boom. And Sean McLean is ready. <laughs> Let's welcome Sean to the program. Hi, Sean. Sean. Hi there. I really, really love that introduction. <laughs> Sean, so where are you that. joining us from today? So I'm joining you from West London in a little area called East Acton. Fantastic. So what is it about the the industry being in front of people performing, having to show up at a certain level that drives you or that inspires you or that fills you? Um, I don't really want to give a simple answer, but to be honest, it's just fun to do. It's fun to also have a variety of different reactions as well some people will either feel inspired with what you're doing others jealous and then others might be neutral so it's for me i like to see the different reactions i get out of doing it but not only that i just love to perform i've done that ever since i was what six years old i was known as the class clown. <laughs> you have a great smile by the way Thank you. I, I noticed that his smile is just magnetic. It's beautiful. Yeah, I feel this positive energy flowing from you. So, um, so of the things that you do, singer, songwriter, actor, fashion model, which of these things gives you the most sense of accomplishment? Uh, definitely my music, for sure. Definitely, because it's probably the hardest thing to get myself to do in the first place. Like. You know what writer's block is, right? We musicians have that, and we get into that not because we don't want to make music, it's just maybe some external things might come up that we have to deal with. So for me, my music is what I'm most passionate about, but right now it's just a hobby because I don't consider myself to be a professional just yet, if you know what I mean. It's the journey, right? Yeah, yes. thank you for sharing that. But um, I was going to say, Sean, can you explain to the viewers what writer's block is? Um, in my perception, it's just when uh, it's just when there's a lot going on that you're expending all your energy on whatever you have to deal with. So therefore, your creativity is going to hinder for some time. And um, it might hinder longer than you would want it to, because what will happen is you'll be resisting the fact that you have to deal with things and you'll be pretty disappointed at yourself for not being able to produce. So um, it's like a vicious cycle of, oh, stuff has come up. Oh, 
I notice I'm not writing or I'm not creating, oh, I'm not good enough. And then it just keeps going and going and going. That's just my perception of it. Thank you, Sean. Thank you, Sean, for sharing that. Yeah, yeah absolutely. That is uh, something that happens when we just are there trying to, to get something out there, but yet it's stuck. And sometimes we just need inspiration. And music is a great inspiration. I feel like music is, I don't want to say the medicine because that's not it, but it, it's its so healing in many ways. And we tell stories through our music. What kind of stories do you like to share about your journey, Sean, your life? Um, okay, so for my music, some, well, most of you would consider it to be quite dark because, um, yeah, I feel I grew up seeing things that I didn't, I wasn't prepared to see at that particular time. And um, I also have suffered a lot with mental health too. So um, I had, when I started making music, I had quite a dark world view. I didn't really see things the way that I do now. Um, I was very negative, but I've gone through this transition where my songwriting's more neutral, if you know what I mean. It's not just oriented on the darkness because I'm aware that you have to go through that in order to come out to the other side. But yeah, it started off pretty edgy. <laughs> Thanks for your transparency yeah. on that. Because, you know, that really helps people, you know, because they wouldn't yeah. know that to look at you. And um, we have another show on this platform called The Art of Creating Mental Health Wealth. And we talk about every week about how the arts are a way for people who are feeling down or feeling traumatized or stressed. It, it's a way for them to cope and even thrive. Definitely. So you should go on to that, Sean, for sure, because it, you'd be so welcomed. You know, you'd be so, through your story, you'll be able to um, inspire so many others because mental health these days is a massive global problem, but there's a movement, isn't there, that's happening now. But anyway... That's for another show. <laughs> yeah. um, we're going to talk about your music because this is a film and music show, but I also want to talk just a little bit about what it's like to be a model because I remember many, many years ago, I think it was before both of your times, there was uh, a, a, an actual movie about a well-known model and what she went through behind the scenes with the starvation and, you know, you're always, and I'm sure the industry's changed since then, but it was that constant pressure to look a certain way, to fit into clothes in a certain way, to carry yourself in a certain way. And meanwhile, behind the scenes, it was, it appeared to be chaos. So what's your experience like decades later in the industry as a model? Um, okay, not much has changed. I'm just going to have to be honest, not much has changed when it comes to that. But um, obviously there's a lot more positivity with body image and there's the plus size and stuff like that going on. So um, it means that there's more people can get into it. But not only that, the industry has been revolutionized with social media and um, it's easier to get yourself out there. But as soon as you... Um, start getting proper work that's when you have to conform and uh maybe you might not want to because there are certain requirements i think we've lost him he's still yeah he's frozen for the moment he's frozen. He's frozen you know what i thought was interesting what he yeah. shared is that the and i have no knowledge of this line of all but that the industry has not changed that there's still that pressure yeah. to look a certain way and be a certain uh oh is he back he's are you back yes you're back yeah he's back what's happening is that my wi-fi yes but you're back yeah but you're here Sean. okay let's hope it stays that way relax okay. we're going into this so, Sean, what I was just saying uh, was that you mentioned the fact that the the fashion industry, the pressure as a model, there aren't a lot of things that have changed in that regard. So what's the draw to to be a model when knowing that you have to go through what you're going through? Modeling, honestly, for me, was just the way to 
promote myself and my art because um, at the time at least when I started making music and uh, working on my acting show reels I had this belief that nobody really cared about my music because the style is quite abstract and it's not commercial either so I thought oh if I just post music online it's not really going to get me anywhere because mm, as I said it's not commercial and it's quite abstract so I decided to get into modeling just to promote myself just to uh, play the game so to say thank yeah, you it's a good and, answer uh, a really good answer I, I want to ask the two of you um, not about every... modeling for me I've never been a model <laughs> is it something you're putting out there you're, you want to be cast as a model no no I can't sit still okay <laughs> No, no, I'm, I'm really not. No, I, I, I respect and love models, but it's not my journey. But yeah. All right. Well, I'm glad Sorry. we clarified that. <laughs> okay. Uh, what I wanted to talk about now was about the, every generation has certain types of music that the generation is known for. So when I was growing up, I'm 59, it was the 70s music. And you know, anytime you hear the 70s, but as time goes on and technology changes, I don't feel like that each generation now is known for just one type of music. And you are sharing that your your music is is a different type of music. Tell us about that. How would you describe it? Well, it's not anything new, to be fair. It is highly inspired by 80s retro synthwave, but I started off making post-punk music, if you know what that is. It's a rock subculture of, uh, it's rock music, but it's more high-tech rock music, so to say, and edgy. So that's what I started off with, and then I progressed onto synthwave, 80s inspired, and I feel like that's why it's not as popular, because it's already been done before. And as you said, as time goes on and technology changes, then music changes too. And it's kind of like my music is not up to date with the latest trends. So you follow your own trend then, Sean. I mean, you're Very saying much. like synth pop, 80s. I think in more like um, new wave, like uh, uh, not Pink Floyd, but um, oh my goodness. 80s synth bands. Do you know them, Dr. Jacqueline? <laughs> 80s. No, I'm a 70s person because Depeche I always like Mold. disco. Maybe Depeche. Have you heard of Depeche Mode, Dr. Jacqueline? Yeah, I love them. Yeah. Is it more like Depeche Mode? A little um, bit? Some of my songs are, but um, how would I say? It's more like, uh, have you ever heard of Joy Division and New Order? New Order. That's the one. Yes. New Order. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but that's absolutely. quite commercial because New Order was commercial when they came out in the 80s. Like, well, 80s. more of their early stuff and their previous oh. band, Joy Division. So it's more like that. Ah, so you go deep in research of finding your the music and it'd be inspir inspiration. Unfortunately, I go for the commercial of that, of the but electronic synth. The, yes. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for that. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Over to Dr. Jacqueline. Yes. Thank you. So, Sean, we have spoken before on this platform to performers and they've shared, especially through the pandemic and now coming out of the pandemic, it's difficult to get discovered, number one. And number two, it's difficult to make money. But yet so many people like Madeline and I are cutting us. I don't know what the terminology is. There, there's so much work that goes into it. But yet I feel like we do it because our heart is so ingrained in it. And we have a, a, a message to share to help others. So who are you trying to reach with your music? I'm reaching aspiring musicians. I'm also just reaching regular people who are going through something that they don't understand or people who feel like there is no light at the end of the tunnel. And also, since I don't particularly consider myself a professional musician, I am reaching out to those 
that want to make music but are perfectionists they feel like they have to get to a certain level in order to produce but i would like people to know that that doesn't have to be the case yes so absolutely so go ahead Madeline. Music, yeah sorry that's jacqueline so with your music sean you help people to transcend so take them from a kind of a place of which they're uh comfortable with and you take them to a place where they may feel uncomfortable but it's going to help to expand them themselves yes very in a way so. that's what i'm kind of getting the understanding of okay yeah and sean as you uh, you mentioned that you're not a professional musician i don't know what the definition if, definition is for that but as you continue to grow in your experience in the music industry do you look to partner with others or will you be a solo performer with a, a band in the background or you want to be part of i don't know what the terminology is part of a band part of a manufactured manufactured band yes Okay, so about five or four years ago, I was actually part of a band. And yes, I would do it again. And when I say that I'm not a professional musician, you know how I was talking about writer's block. I'm, I'm quite good. I'm actually really good at playing piano and guitar, but it's just uh, I feel I could be better if I were more consistent, if you know what I mean, without taking like five months breaks, you see. So, but yes, I would definitely be in a band again or collaborate with other artists. Do you um, want to write for like Netflix, for example? Do you want to do, um, what's it called? Synchronize, sync, synchronize, sync, licensing sync. When you write music for films, for moving pictures. Yeah, um, I would love to do that because a lot of my tracks are actually instrumental as well. Um, mm. So as I said, I was inspired by 80s synthwave, but I was also heavily inspired by video game music, which is more oriented to the movie scores, I guess, because there's a lot of orchestral sounds in there. So I really liked uh, video game music such as the Final Fantasy soundtrack, some Super Mario stuff and yeah. <laughs> There's I a lot of money to be made. Hasn't he got a gorgeous smile? Wow. Yes. I just love I love his accent. That's Jacqueline. Yes, yes, I oh like it as well. Gosh, beautiful accent. <laughs> Where are you from? So I'm half Scottish and I'm half Ghanaian. Wow, beautiful. Wow. Really Lovely nice. Mix. Yeah. So, Madeline, you know, so many people in the music industry, do you, does anything come to you in terms of pairing Sean with someone? Well, actually, Sean today has been given um, a Gentleman of Heart Award. Congratulations. Yeah. He's been given a, yay. That's fantastic. Well, Richardson, yes. Yes, he's being awarded, so he's one of the young ones. I think he's the youngest, actually, because you're 22, aren't you, Sean? And Leighton, Leighton's been on the show here, and he was given. So you two are like the young ones, because young and old make fine wines, right? <laughs> Yeah. Who, are you call, who are you calling old, Madeline? Who? No, no, I'm not talking. I'm not calling. You know what? No, it's in the mind anyway. It's just nothing but a number. But we have to take into consideration people's experience, but not years. For sure. Ooh, so I got myself out that one. <laughs> Good job, Madeline. Joanne, how does it feel to, to earn this award? What does it mean to you? Um, <laughs> to be honest, I wasn't even sure if I deserved something like this. <laughs> this is a, a problem that I face on a daily basis. Um, and I don't know if I deserve certain things or, you know, I don't know if I worked hard enough to earn a particular position, but I'm truly grateful and it means a lot to me. Wow, again, thank you for your transparency. What if you just accepted it and said, thank you, instead of questioning whether or not you deserve to, because obviously people think that you, you have earned it. Yeah, life would be easier if I didn't question everything, wouldn't it? Definitely. <laughs> yeah, so I, I accept it. <laughs> there it is, Princess Desiree. <laughs> and there you go. <laughs>
I was just going to say, Sean, you said that you're an actor. Yes. Um, what's your experience as an actor? Because I'm not, I never experienced the roles of acting actress, but Dr. Jacqueline is an actress. So I, uh, there is this, oh, you, yes, you are, Dr. Jacqueline. I've seen those role plays you've done, and I know that you can just go into a film and, and act that out. I know it. I just feel it. I know this. I'm not that at all, and I accept that. But I'm interested to know from an, do you use acting to bring out, you know, everything that you've gone through in your life? Do you use acting as that, I don't know the words to say. To express yourself? Yeah, to bring, to bring it through. Yeah, to bring it through. Hmm. Acting. It's not really expressing myself because I'm portraying other characters. I guess that's why I like it, because I get to live in a different world. Um, I've always been the one known to have my head up in the clouds. So when I get to act, then I can just do that whilst interacting with this material domain. It's, it's the best. It's, it's an amazing therapy for me so yeah and also you learn a lot being an actor you actually it's it's my version of school because um when you get assigned to play a character you've got to do some research on who they are and especially if they have a particular occupation you've got to be quite knowledgeable about that so it gives you a lot of homework and also you'd want to learn how this person moves and what their gestures are and what their facial expressions are like and uh, that's why I like acting because it's my way of learning. I tend to learn just doing things rather than reading stuff, you know. Thank you. You know, Sean, it's interesting that you're sharing that. We have another one of our team members, Christine Amy Artner, and she's an acting coach. She's in Vienna and she's also a film producer. And uh, I took a couple of acting lessons with her and she I don't know what the approach is called, but she gave me something to read. And then I had to perform in various scenarios. And it was a lot of hard work. And even putting the emotion into that character for the scene, it's exhausting. So I have so much respect for people who are, you know, earning an income or studying acting because it really, it's all encompassing. So when you think about all of the work that you do as a creative, you have to keep your energy level high. So what are you doing outside of your career to keep yourself at a high level of energy? Um, oh, okay. So I'll just say physical exercise helps. Eating right helps too, actually. And uh, maybe if your energy levels are so low that even if you do these things and nothing works, then uh, you can drink tea or coffee, you know, get stimulated somehow. I hope I'm not giving bad advice here. Um, get into nootropics as well, stuff like lion's mane, kratom, this kind of stuff. It can really help with your energy levels because the stress of living in modern life will drain you. It's not just because it's stressful to live in this society. It's just that there's so much that we feel we have to do, you know, by going to work, by socializing, by putting on a persona. And then not even at the end of the day, but during midday, you notice you crash. So the best thing to do is just don't engage with things that make you crash. And if you can't do that, then stimulate yourself and get some exercise and eat right. <laughs> I there. love that. Yeah, very good. I really like that. <laughs> and what about the people uh, you surround yourself with? Are most of the people very supportive of what you're doing? Um, yeah, and it took me some time to find these people because they all are, they're more or less doing the same thing that I do, um, mainly modeling. Um, I'm not really surrounded with much musicians. My brother is actually a musician. You guys should meet him sometime. He's, he's killing it. So, um, yeah, the people I serve, I surround myself with all types of people, really. Um, when I say that, I don't mean like, I just mean people who are from different backgrounds and different walks of life, because I like to learn about why somebody thinks a particular way. I like to extract uh, mindsets and perspectives if I feel like they will work for me in 
certain scenarios. So, yeah, I'm surrounded with good people, and I'm so grateful for all. Of them. <laughs> for you as well. Yeah, it, it makes a big difference who we surround ourselves with. And uh, a question I have for you is. When I was growing up, you would look to, to older people and think of them in a certain way. In certain countries, older people are, or senior people or seasoned people, some like to say, uh, are really revered. And in other cultures, there's not. And the reason I ask this is, do you find yourself uh, wanting to befriend people from all different generations? Or, or what are your thoughts when it comes to people who are older or younger than you and fitting in with your circle? Yes, I'm so glad you asked me this question because nobody ever asks it. And it's a, it's a legitimate question, you know? It's, okay, let me get to the point. So actually I do surround myself with older people. I've always done this out through my life. I don't entirely know why, but I seem to get on with them a lot more. It's, I'm not sure if, if, if it's because they're less judgmental. Well, not all of them. Some of them are stuck in their paradigms, but the majority of them seem to be at ease with where they are and more relaxed and playful. Whilst people my age, um, I'm not saying all of them are like this, but either they are too hooked up on the trends or they're angry with the world, which, you know, it's not like I was above that myself, but I tend to like to surround myself with older people because they just seem a lot more relaxed and playful, if you know. Yes, I totally get it completely. I get it as I was well. always surrounded with older people, definitely. It's, you, you learn, you learn a lot. Mm -hmm. I've you learned learn a lot from younger people as well. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I learn a lot from kids, like preschoolers. <laughs> <laughs> I think I still stay there. <laughs> Sorry, I won't go there, I won't go there. Yeah. No, but you know, you just brought up something that Madeline and I actually have a course on about following mm. the trends. And yeah. it's easy to get caught up. I was in a trend of buying shoes and handbags for no specific reason, but just to make me feel better, I guess, because that's what you saw on television or whatever the case is. So do you find that in the industry that you're in, whether it's you know acting, whether it's music or fashion, are there certain trends that you have worked diligently to stay away from? <sighs> to be honest, um, not really. Even though I'm not so fixated on the whole trend life, um, I am open to working with, I wouldn't say all sorts of brands. There are more, some more than others, but like I've never really thought of that. Okay, thank you. And Madeline, we already know your answer to that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm not going to answer that. Everybody knows my answer. The answer to uh, there are some certain things that I won't. If it's anything from an ego, and this is only because of what I've learned, I know that I will just fuel that. Therefore, I refuse to follow that because there's no need for me to do that because I, I I've learned my lesson within that. And I just don't believe in fueling that. But that's my mission. And I'm, you know, everybody's different. Everyone is different. Everyone has a different uh, mission in life. And that's so, um, it's, that's, that's where I come from anyway. You know, there's some things that I won't surround myself in or be part of, no matter how mighty that corporation is or how big that artist is or something if it's operating from the ego and the greed i will not be part of it so how do you know if it's operating from the ego and the greed ah good question good question you should be doing mm. the interview and show i'm going to switch yeah this i i actually, actually think it'd be great as a presenter actually <laughs> <Big time>. um, <laughs> i just I feel that if I receive an anxiety and um, I don't feel relaxed and I feel like my heart is caged in a cage, closing up, I know it's wrong for me. And it's my but ego going, no, no, like it's that. good for you. Sorry. Sorry, yeah. Yeah, so... What would if you my... feel like that in the first place? 
if something comes to me and I almost I have to have a response to it and if I have a response uh, I mean I get many people from different walks of life and it's about yeah light and dark or uh, ego or heart center they they all exist in this one world so therefore I'm attracting whether it's the light or the dark or or the ego or the heart you know so some things I will go I will put my name with I will go with it and some things I just say no it's not for me but that doesn't mean to say it's not going to be good for someone else I don't disagree with it for someone else but it's not it doesn't resonate in my heart and that's that, that's it you know it doesn't resonate in my metaverse we are all creating our own uh, yeah metaverse exactly fascinating so. yeah thank you for sharing that i have an example that came to mind and i'll have you guys uh weigh in on it years ago it hasn't been for years before the pandemic but if i were invited to a house party i wouldn't go and i wouldn't go because i'd be concerned they'd have drugs there and i didn't want to get into something with somebody about oh you know like, i i just didn't want to be a part of it so people knew not to ask me to go to any house parties and I just knew in my, in my soul, it was something I didn't want to do. I wasn't judging anyone, but it wasn't something for me. So I didn't want to be in that environment. So I just went with what I felt in here. But did you find though, um, at the same time, maybe by not experiencing that, that, okay, there's a good side of it. And there's a, there's a bad side of it as well. Cause I've gone through drug culture. I've been through it all and that, and there is a good side where I took drugs and I was speaking to the, the speakers and I was having this lovely conversation. And then another time you take drugs and if you're in the wrong mindset, it takes you on a real downer. So, so um, are you advocating you for drugs or what are you doing? I'm no, confused. no, I'm not advocating for drugs. No, no, Dr. Jacqueline, I'm not. But I'm just saying that um, there is, it depends. If you let the drug control you, then you will be controlled. She's right, there's, you know, like, um, sorry to say, ways. I also had a bit, sorry, no, uh, no, I didn't please. mean to interrupt you. No, I no, also no, had no, a bit no. of a, a drug, I wouldn't say problem, I don't really have an addictive personality, but like there was a time in my life where I was uh, using because I wasn't feeling confident within myself. And uh, she's right, like when you're in a particular mindset, you can open up many doors that you might not be able to open up in a sober state of mind. But sometimes, especially if you're not feeling good and you open up these doors, then yeah, it's gonna be pretty hard. Bad trip, kid. <laughs> That's it, a bad trip, a very bad trip. So it do... sounds, I have a question. Sorry. So it sounds like from yeah. what you're both saying that in certain cases, if you're, I don't know what the expression is, on some type of drug, that you can get this sense of confidence or this false sense of safety and then go and do things you wouldn't be able to do otherwise. Is that what I'm hearing? That's why people like it, and I guess that's why it's addictive as well, because even I've, I had a friend who told me that when he used to take it, he used to feel God-like. He actually felt like he was God whilst he was on it. I, I've definitely felt like that, but I wouldn't tell anybody that I felt like that. But, um, you know, it's not sustainable if that's your way of using, but if you can find a way to, you know, lock yourself in your room and do a meditation or contemplate on stuff whilst you're in that state of consciousness then it could be quite beneficial but just make sure you're not using it to as a crutch to be what you don't feel you can do on a daily basis thank you sean okay. i mean they have um sorry dr jackin they also have what you call the natural like ayahuasca ayahuasca <laughs> ayahuasca is a medicine that even Sting and Tudor, they all go over there. It's very expensive, but expands the consciousness. Yes, we've had people on one of our other shows t telling oh, us yeah. about their experiences. Yeah. No, really? I've never had ayahuasca. I've, I've, never, I've never had that. But it connects you to your 
your higher conscious, your third eye, your psyche. It opens that. And ayahuasca also, uh, well, I don't know. I, I mean, that's what I've heard anyway. But I think and it's important for people. Like, I love the way you said, Sean, that people should now close the door, travel within, and reach those higher state of consciousness through meditation, through breath, through, you know, yeah, rather than of, having solvents. Yeah, that's the thing. If you're going to take, I, I presume ayahuasca is a psychedelic. I've actually done it. I've done over a thousand trips in my life with various different substances. But what I will say is that, uh, yeah, if you're doing it in a party setting or a rave setting, you're not particularly going to get anything out of that. All the insights and all the sensations of feeling the chakras and learning about yourself and how your trauma patterns revolve like you're just not going to get there if you're at a party or if you're at some kind of social setting and you go and drop a tab or pop some mushrooms or whatnot it's just gonna be i consider it to be a wasted experience if you know what i mean and also you can get a bad trip because you're gonna be around so many other energies and if somebody is a bit pushy or if somebody's not having a good time or if there's a bunch of bullies or whatnot or if everything's over-sexualized as well, you will not have the best of trips, you see. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you very much. So, Sean, how can people support your work? What would you, like, what is your ask from our audience? Whether people are watching today or they're watching some point in the future and they're thinking, okay, I wanna support this guy, I wanna work with this guy, what is your ask? Okay, so um, you can reach out to me via my Instagram, which is at Sean H. McLean. Um, my Facebook as well is largely public and available for anybody who wants to work with me. It's not really a personal Facebook. All of my work and uh, projects are on there regularly. And uh, yeah, just these two platforms for now. I've recently opened up a TikTok and... Uh, I will soon be sharing that with you guys. What's that like to have a TikTok account? I, I have one, but I don't do anything because I'm thinking I don't know what to do. That's where <laughs> I'm at right now. That's where I'm I tried to get my mom to start dancing in the kitchen, but it wasn't working. So <laughs> that will go viral. That will go viral completely. <laughs> Love that. How long in seconds you have on TikTok? Like, is it five seconds, 10 seconds? No, I think they increased it to like 50. Um, 50 seconds. But I, I'm not, a, I just got on it. So I'm not a regular user and I don't know much about it. I'm still getting my friend and my partner to teach me about it. Uh -huh. So when people go onto your Facebook or your Instagram and, and eventually your TikTok, what kind of postings will they see? So a lot of it is my modeling photos. A lot of it is also my digital art. So I do graphic design. I, I create a lot of trippy stuff. And uh, my music as well from Instagram Reels. So what I'll do is I'll create a reel where I'm behind the scenes on a film set or on a photo shoot and I would put my song in the background. So yeah, that's the kind of content you should expect once you visit my Instagram. And Sean, what is the graphic, the image you have for your headshot on Instagram? So it is an image. It's kind of like how you guys have seen the matrix, right? Yes. One second. Let me turn my alarm off. Yeah. So, um, it's like a pose of me doing what Neo did when he was getting shot by agent Smith in a trench coat as well, but I don't, I'm not wearing any top under it. So yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Oh, let me see. Oh, wow. You're right. Oh, my gosh. You, yeah, I just you followed have it you. All. You have it all, Sean, honestly. <laughs> and it's only 22 as well, Dr. Jacqueline. Wow. Amazing. Amazing. Congratulations, Sean. Yeah. Yeah, Sean. So We're going to see a lot more of you in the near future. For sure. On the movies. You'll be writing story, scripts, films, starring in films, doing your music for the films. You'll be an inspiration for a lot of um, younger generation out there. That's and what I would like to do. And be the be bridging honest. gap. 
be the gap, you know, a bridge the gap between, how can I say, the younger generation. You're saying that they're lost. They're angry. A lot of the younger generation, angry. Why are they angry? I'm, I don't understand why they're angry. Is it okay. because they uh, don't play in it? Yeah, we, we actually have another show oh. starting, but please go oh, ahead. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Uh, this is going to be a long uh, story, but where do I start? Why are they angry? Um, okay. Well, a lot of it orients around the world that we already live in. Like everything is already, I wouldn't say has been done, but a lot has been done. And uh, we are, we have been brought into the world of our parents and grandparents. And uh, since everything's been done, we don't really feel the need to do much more. And since we don't feel the need to do much more, we just, you know, swim in our possessions and we find out that's not a sustainable way to live. And not only that, but like, there's many things really. There's also what we take in on a daily basis in terms of like what we watch, what who we listen to and what kind of music we listen to, the food that we eat, the foods that is readily available to most people, unfortunately doesn't really help people reach their full capacity cognitively or physically. So um, yeah, these things are a factor. The water that you drink in your city could also be hurting you too. And a lot of these things impact your mental health. And it's funny how you know this isn't really known like you actually have to dig deep to have access to this information thank you sean i hear the wellness show don't you dr jacqueline yeah, <laughs> the fashion and the wellness with you and diane definitely and, and, and sean is booked for october to come to come back oh fabulous so, so during we, that show, that is actually not an interview. It's a promotion. Will you be able to talk about yourself, perform? We can watch clips, whatever it is you want to do. So I'm excited to have you back with us then. Yeah, definitely. It's about time I need to perform. I have not performed in a while. Unfortunately, at the beginning of this year, I fell sick. And it took me approximately four months to get cured. And now I'm back and i don't really have the same energy as i did at that time before i got sick but i'm at a point in my life where i'm embracing who i am now and i i just want to also get back to what's true to me you know yeah absolutely well thank um, you for a brilliant interview and for sharing and just being so authentic and you are welcome to come back on this or any of our other shows Okay. Well, thank Absolutely you guys sure. so much for having me. <laughs> thank you. And I'm just going to spotlight you one more time for you to share where people can reach out and who you want to, to contact you. Okay. So my Instagram at Sean H. McLean and Sean S-E-A-N. That's the spelling. McLean M-C-L-E-A-N. Also, send me a friend request on Facebook. It's an open Facebook. It's not for family or friends it's for my business so please do send me a message there and all right thank oh, you wow. thank you thank you sean thank you so much yeah <laughs> thank you, and madeline i'm going to spotlight yeah. you if you can share how people can reach out to you and who you'd like to contact you that would be great um i would like people to contact me who want to experience their true voice awakening and okay you can get me on linkedin colors at uh, linkedin slash in slash colors of the voice 7a37731 or you catch me on facebook which might be better actually madeline m-a-d-a-l-e-n-e dot chan dot three nine five um that's my instagram and my facebook account yeah that's where you'll find me and of course you'll find me because i'm doing the courses with dr jacqueline which we're doing um, part four, which we're promoting at the moment about transcending from uh, the shadow um, and learning about trends and everything. So that's definitely worth looking in. And you'll find that on the USA Global TV radio in the education department. Um, and I'm sure Dr. Jacqueline later on will give the, the links for that. So you must sign on for that. And remember, the film and music event 
all of you ever, all guests that have been on the show please sign up for this because this is your time now you get 15 minutes to showcase your song your film uh, your shout to the world basically through your creativity we want to hear from you you know what you've got to reach the world through our creativity and what's our creativity it's creative with our hearts it's through our hearts we have our creativity okay that's it me time out boom <laughs> madeline uh i've trained you well excellent you you're my mentor <laughs> no honestly tired, my dear honestly dr jacqueline i went on the elevating listening course and through that i learned how to get my confidence to learn to listen have an acute listen mm -hmm. and listen to how um yeah how how we can make a better life for myself yes. and not to have misunderstandings and well, also not to bring a solution through because sometimes people do not want a solution they just want someone to listen that is spot on that's why you get certified as an elevated listener so. and that's what dr jacqueline honestly sean i learned so much on the elevated listening because it's actually the power that. of listening oh, you're in, the power yeah, of listening but it's elevated <laughs> listening it is it is and, but we and, have to elevate ourselves off the show because oh, the yeah. wise ones have already started and i get carried away me. sean i get carried away i'm sure that is it al chile or is it uh, no it's red red yes. red i'm sure red is red every time i'm yeah. on the show <laughs> All right, then. Well, yes. Well, thank you very much, Sean. Thank you, Madeline. And thank you to each and every yeah. one of you out there. We'll be right back with the wise ones. Take care. Thanks, Sean. Bye. Thank you. Thanks, Dr. Jacqueline. Much love. Thank you. Bye. <laughs>